Hello and welcome. This is Nicole Sylvester, host of O-Shift Show, and I am so grateful to have you here. In this show, I'm gonna invite you to open up to limitless possibility and live your best life right now. Not later, but now. This podcast is unedited to give you the realest talk on radical transformation. It's time to reclaim your power, own your worth, and say hell yes to the goodness that awaits. Let's get started. All right, guys, so today I'm bringing on another guest. This is a mentor, someone I did not pay as a coach or mentor, but someone I was fortunate enough to work for. Someone I worked for when I was transitioning out of the nightclub life and into the office life. But I was lucky because I got to work for someone who shows up in such a powerful way and is so successful. And I had no idea when I was getting the job. So years later, so much has changed for me. So much has changed for him, all in good ways. And I get to bring him here on this show to share some of his wisdom that still I carry with me today in my business and in my success. And I know that you're going to benefit greatly from it too. So I can't wait to hear your feedback. You've got to let me know what you think so I can share it with him as well. His name is Ezelfi Taylor. He's a father, entrepreneur. He is one of the top 1% of all financial advisors on this planet. But he's also the founder of the Taylor Method, which is a resource for financial advisors who want to become better at what they do. Not only that, he's a yoga teacher. He's going to tell you all about it in his own words, so I'll let him do that when he comes on. But for now, I just want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Radical Money Shift. I have this five-day challenge that's happening for free today until Friday, October 1st to October 5th. That's totally free. So you can jump in right now, head over to my website. It's all over my Instagram, all over my Facebook. But starting on October 15th, Radical Money Shift is happening. It's a five-week money energetics intensive that is going to totally shift the way that you feel about receiving, earning, investing, spending, circulating money on this Plan it so that you can enjoy life more. And funny enough, we have Ezelfi on as today's guest, and I didn't even plan that. So let me know what you think of this episode. I know it's going to inspire you, and make sure you reach out to me on either Instagram, Facebook, through my email, and make sure that you subscribe so that you can get these new episodes every Monday and leave a rating and review if this serves you in some way because it means a lot to me. Enjoy the show. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Nicole here, and I have a guest, part of my mentor series. This is one of my mentors, Ezelfi Taylor. And the interesting thing about Ezelfi is we actually met through Craigslist, which he's one of the only people I've met through Craigslist. But we met at a time that was very transitional in my life, and some of you guys have read this in my book. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. But one thing about Ezelfi is he is not only one of the top financial advisors in the world, but he's also super fun. Um, he plays a lot and he also is a yoga teacher. So there's a lot of fun things we're going to talk about, but um, I'll let Ezelfi share a little bit more of him. So Ezelfi? Yes. Hello. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best day of my life. It's the best day of your life. That's why, that's why, I like you. Number one is that I have a question I wanted to ask that I always ask people. It's like, what do you do on bad days? And I got to thinking about this while I was driving home to do this interview. And I was thinking like, is Alfie, he always finds a way to just like pull it through and say, yeah, 
best day of my life. Everything's good. Um, but he really shows up in that way. So Izelfi, tell us a little bit, just your version of who you are, what you do, what you're about. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's like you mentioned earlier, I'm a financial advisor. Uh, September 4th marked the uh, start of my 19th year in business. Holy crap. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, a long, a long road. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur, if you will. Um, so I own, I think, six companies at this point. So uh, oh, wow. a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on. But um, primary role is that of a financial advisor. Um, I have some ancillary companies. I have a a company called the Taylor Method. So I train financial advisors, sales coaching and training series. Um, I have a, my own brokerage general agency called Taylor Brokerage. Um, my my planning firm for clients, my retail business, Taylor Insurance and Financial Services. Um, you know, I'm very big into uh, uh, financial literacy and, and empowering people. I have a book that came out in December called Ask the Experts. So I have that book and I have my own radio show actually called Ask the Experts on Dash Talk Radio that I manage as well, uh, film production company, restaurant, and uh, what else? Oh, and my nonprofit, Future Stars, my basketball camp that I run for kids. So um, between all that and um, me being a certified yoga instructor and teaching about five classes a week, um, there is never a dull <laughs> in, my, uh, <laughs> in my life. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize you had all that going on. Like I follow you, obviously you're my friend too. And um, I know you are busy that you always have your, you know, you're always putting your hands into something, making moves, but I didn't know you had all that going on. So congratulations. That's really awesome. Do you still have ball and chain? Is that the restaurant you're referring to? Uh, yeah. Awesome. So the interest in that the ball and chain restaurant has been sold. And now uh, I think you're familiar with the, the Morrison is in uh, Los oh, yeah. um, there. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, some of these businesses, I have a much more active role than others. Some are more of a passive, more investor role, but um, it, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I summarize my life. It's it's really just about you know you know cultivating, building relationships, and maintaining them. I mean, that's what I do. Right, right. In my mind, I, I don't care what company you work for. I don't care what products you sell. I don't care how smart you are. If people don't know, like, and trust you, they're not doing business. And so, I really think I'm in the business of of building and maintaining relationships, right? And so, interestingly enough, people, man, how do you do all that stuff? And it's like it's really not work. Really, it's it's. It's just anytime I'm with people and engaging people and strengthening relationships, I feel like I'm working, right? And, right. and even, even the yoga, right? My my salesman is just like, man, and you're gonna teach five classes a week. You're already so busy. Like you're gonna add that too. I said, <laughs> hey, it's a hey, sure. I'm in, I'm all in it for the you know the, the clarity of mind and thought and, and body, but it's great networking too, right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. hey, I'm like I'm in I'm in the studio. I'm yeah. in the studio 30 minutes before, right? Class starts. I'm there 30 minutes after, and every single person that walks in the studio has to talk to me, right? So it's like, yeah. you know, it's like it's it's interesting, you know. It's in, and what I love about yoga, it's it's a it's a it's interesting because there's so many. It's like an eclectic group of people, and you may very well have someone who's a starving actress, and maybe someone who's a a a, a bartender, but you might have you know CEO of a company, executive right? Attorney, entrepreneur. And so, and in that space, everyone is equal, right? Everyone is equal, yeah. better than anyone else. And, and, and most importantly, everyone is open, right? right. And typically people who are, are closed off and callous and, and, and hedonistic don't take yoga, right? And so right. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great, you know, it's a great, great, great environment, but that's, uh, that's, that's my life. And then, uh, and then, as you know, then I've got my three daughters, um, my oldest daughter, Naya, who's 11, and then Shay and Zoe, who are twins who are nine. So, um, yeah. 
that's uh you know that's my thing i used to pray to god that, that he'd send girls to hang all over me and he took me <laughs> there, gave me the <laughs> yeah um, yeah <laughs> so I love the thing that you you brought up something that I wanted to bring up here because one lesson that I did learn from you and I still I do think of this is no matter how busy you become or how needed you are I mean you have a big staff how many staff and what's your team like these days Yeah so um I've got a staff of 7 um I've got about a dozen advisors in there in my offices in, in Pasadena and then we've got about 100 advisors uh, throughout the country through the Taylor brokerage side. So it's a lot, right? I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people depend on me. I've got a great deal of responsibility, but it's interesting because I'm, I'm certainly, I guess, busier and have more responsibility today, both in terms of my physical presence and financially than I've ever had in my life. And I'm as open and as carefree and as, uh, I don't know, hopeful, right. As, as I've ever been in the sense, like I'm, I've, I'm completely detached from the outcome. I'm yeah. completely detached from the outcome. I am 100% engaged in the process, right? Yeah, I'm so wholeheartedly in the process and what I'm doing. And I just, you know, had a breakfast meeting this morning and, and I was telling a gentleman, I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to make a hundred million dollars, a billion dollars or, 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 or be broke. I don't know. But I'm like, if I don't succeed, it will not be for a lack of effort. Right? right. And so all I do is, is again, put my focus and energy into my effort, into my process and, and then let the chips fall where they may. I love that. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I met Ezelfi in 2010, like the end of 2010 and he had a much different business structure then, but I felt like people were always pulling at you. Like you always, there were people always coming into your office, people always calling you like your email, everything, but no matter how busy you become or how, much people want to get in touch with you. You always take calls. You'll always respond to people like you're accessible. I, I still, to this day, don't know how the hell you have the capacity and energy for that. <laughs> like, I mean, like I think of you and I'm like, no, I'm not taking that call. Or I don't want to get on that call. Like, cause I, I'm like, wait, I need to recharge. Yeah. But for you, I think about you and I'm like, is it a masculine feminine thing? Cause it's like, I know there are men that are like that, but you are like a primary example. Cause I know that you're like that. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like when I started my business, um, you know, I'd meet clients and they go, yeah, you're so engaging. You're here. I'll work with you. They're like, my financial advisor doesn't call me back or it takes them forever to respond. And I, I didn't understand at the time. I was newer in the business and I didn't have a lot going on in my life at the time. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm like, let me get this straight. Has <laughs> your money and you're calling them and they're not calling you back. Like, how could that ever be? Well, six companies later, you know, millions of dollars of expenses later and all these, I, like, I get it. Like, I understand how, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, how you could not call someone back or get back to someone. But that's one of the things for me. I like, I make a concerted effort because even though I might view someone's call or their question or their email as, as inconsequential or, or, or not, you know, that pressing, if someone took the time to call me or someone took the time to email me or text know me, text me, text, text me rather, then I, then I think it warrants a, a response in the same manner that if I reached out to someone, I would want them to respond to me, right? Because yeah. I figured if, if I didn't care whether someone responded to me or not, I wouldn't text them. I wouldn't call them. So if I've done that, respond to me, right? And so that's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I try to do. So I always tell people, if you call me or email me or reach out and you don't hear back, typically it's going to be right away, but yeah. if, you know, busier out of whatever but i'm like if 24 hours pass you don't hear from me something's wrong yeah like like reach out again or call me or you know go go to the go to the hospital right because 
No, that's true. It's like a year could pass or however long and I don't talk to you. And then I'm like, it's okay. I have a question and you'll call, but I know you're like that with everyone. So I just wanted to take the time to recognize you for that. So that being said, going into all that you've grown, what does faith do for your business or where does faith come in? Like, what's your, what's your take on that? Yeah. You know, growing up, you know, my father was, a. uh, uh, uh pastor and PhD in philosophy and my mom you know was uh always active in church and, and choir and the like and I grew up in that environment I went to Christian schools and um you know that, that was uh, you know was my upbringing and, and it wasn't uh it wasn't until um I don't know maybe college where I I was like mm, is this is this the way I think and what I believe or the way I was raised, right? Like, is it just because this is the environment I was in? And so I think we all come to that moment where we, we come into our own realizations and in, in faith. And so for me, like I'm a Christian, you know, I believe in God. I, I but you know, I don't want to say to each his own because I do believe in, 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 in salvation and the like, but it's not for me to judge. I'm not better than anyone else. I don't have more insight than anyone else. I'm not, you know, more divine than anybody else. I'm flawed just like anyone else. I tell people all the time, actually, I am most certainly the biggest failure you have ever met in your life. Like hands down. Like I, I challenge you to present someone to me who's failed more than me, right? Like I, you know, I'm just, I'm just yeah. too stubborn to stay down. Right. And so I, it's like the Chinese proverb, fall, fall seven times, stand up eight, you know? And yeah. so with that, I think my faith has, has served me very well because I've been in situations in my life. I've, I've been down, I've been out where I've had to humble myself and go, you know what, God, I'm not getting out of this one myself, right? Like Sophie Taylor, <laughs> I'm yeah. in maximum occupancy. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm dialing, I'm dialing a friend, right? I need a little help, right? And, and, <laughs> Lifeline. Yeah. And, and in that respect, like I've been, you know, I've been you know, <laughs> delivered. Right. And, and so uh, it, it's kind of bad because in one respect, like, like I, I believe so fullheartedly in my abilities and the gifts I've been given and the deliverance and, 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 and that I can overcome that sometimes I might put myself in, in harm's way or do things that like, ah, maybe I should because I believe I can overcome, you know, whatnot. But, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, faith is, is, is huge, right? It's, it's right. a big part of, of who I am. And I think it, it just, it's not even something that I have to say, right? It's just in, it's in my spirit. Right. It's in it's in, you know, when I'm around and when I engage people and people feel it and, and they mention it. It's not something I'm trying to do or, or right. it's truly, truly genuine. Yeah. It's your like way of being and it shows up in your successes, I feel. But I like to to share that for people that are just getting to know you. Um, also, that being said, do you being a Christian and also I know that you have goals, but do you take the time? to vision, visualize, to, to do anything like in the whole, you know, in the whole law of attraction, manifestation, all those things. My belief is that we just are manifesting and whether we're manifesting consciously or not consciously. Um, but I just wanted to see like, how are you with like training your staff and getting them to dream bigger? Where are you at with that? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll speak to that both kind of on the personal level and in business. I mean, I guess they're one and the same, but yeah. One of the reasons I say, I actually, again, uh, I was getting, uh, I was ordering breakfast and the lady asked me, how are you doing? I said, best day of my life. And then she finishes my order. And she's like, I got to ask, like, why? <laughs> you know, I said, I said, that's my answer every day. 
And, and a lot of people, you know, will say, oh man, come on, be authentic. Like it can't be the best day every day. And I'm like, look, I go through crap. I have challenges. I have disappointments just like anybody else. Right. But it's the sentiment. It's the belief that I believe everything happens for a reason and it's perfect timing. And by me saying it's the best day of my life, I'm manifesting that I'm speaking it into existence. Right. And that's, you know, I believe, and I always say, look, I say that every day and look, I woke up this morning. That was a great start. Right. right. Like, yeah. like, that wouldn't have been good. Right. And so that's so I, I do believe that the other day I was, uh, I was making, I was making dinner for my girls and I had this big plate of, of like berries, like strawberries, blackberries. Oh, and I was moving it from the counter to the fridge. Right. And, and it's kind of wobbly and I'm holding it. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is going to fall. This is going to fall. This is going to, and then boom. Oh. It just fell, right? <laughs> and then, and then, and then I literally said to myself, like, I did that. Like I, like I, I, I manifested that. Like I, I, you know what I mean? And so on the flip side, like anytime I start to think about anything negative, Right. Like anytime I start to think about anything negative, like I, I, I get, I cast it out. Right. Like, behind me saying, right. Like I want to get it. I want to get it out of my mind. Right. Like I, I want to only think about positive things because it's like, did that fall because the tray was wobbly or did it fall because I manifested it. Right. And in the same respect, like, you know, it, it is this law, of, like if I walk into a room and my head's high and I'm beaming and I'm like, I'm taking this room over everybody's going to want to do business with me. Everybody's going to want to be my friend. Yeah. That's the energy that I'm putting out, right? You're, you are going to get what you ask for, right? You're going to get what you ask for. So as you, as you put that out, right? Like I look at it, you know, there's this, there's this rite of passage. I think that as, at least for a young boy, you go through. And there was a time I was about 16 years old and you know how sometimes, and maybe this isn't, maybe the women won't relate, but all men would relate to this, right? You know, you're walking down the street and you're sitting, and, a, and another man will look you in the eye and, and, and you'll just kind of look away or they'll look away, right? And it's just almost just like, ah, 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 like, like <laughs> so strength, right? Like who's going to look away first? And at 16 years old, I'll never forget the day I decided, I'm like, I am never going to look away from anyone, like first, right? If I'm walking down the street, I'm not moving. Like I'm not moving out of the way. Like it, you're going to either run into me or you're going to move. Right. And and if you're looking at me in the eye, I'm going to look you dead in the eye until you look away like this, this like this like macho thing that I had. Right. Yeah. Um, I first my first test of this, I'm with my mom at a gas station. I'm dropping her off. She's getting the car service. And some guy I'm 16 years old. This guy's probably in his 30s. He's putting gas in his car. He's staring. He looks over at me. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him and I'm not looking away. So he starts cursing at me like what are you looking at like what's your problem da, 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 da. and i'm still dead into this wrong man and i'm staring him dead in the like nope my mom's like what are you talking about and i was looking at you and he's like shut up lady and i'm like oh he's talking to my mom like so it gets heated so so he ends up looking away and going away and i'm like yes like did it stare down the old man i yes <laughs> and you know so i get back in my car i drop my mom off i'm driving around the corner this guy comes out of nowhere in his car, tries to like run me off the road, like flipping me off. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, that didn't go well. Like, <laughs> so then, so then it's kind of like, I realized like I'm putting that energy out there and that's what I got. And so then I realized as again, as I had more experiences, I'm looking at, if someone looks me in the eye and then I look in them and I look them in the eye and go, Hey, how's it going? 99.9% of the time they look back at me and go, I'm good. 
how are you doing? Yeah. And then we go past. So then I look at it. That's still a sign of respect. There's still a sign of like, you know, I didn't cower to anyone. I didn't, you know, I didn't, no one has power over me or vice versa, but it's just like, I like realize like you, you look, so if I walk down the street, like I'm going to get into a fight, well, I'm going to get into a fight. Right. Like, <laughs> right? like <laughs> you'll find it. Right. Cause that's what I'm putting out. But if I'm like, I want genuine relationships, authentic engagements, I want positive things. Then that's also what you know, I'm, you know, what I'm attracting. And so in, as it relates, that's personally, and as it relates to my business, it's kind of the same thing. I have this mantra in my business where I, I'm like, just win the day. As a matter of fact, I'm working on this point system right now. And Michael, what does that mean? People will say, Manny, Sylvie, do you, do you do annual planning? And I say, no. And people, oh, oh, so do you do quarterly planning? And, nope. Oh, oh, well, you do monthly? Nope. Weekly? Nope. <laughs> I just want to win the day. I just want to win the day. So what does that mean? Take the amount of money you want to make in a year, whatever it is, 100 grand, 200 grand, 2 million, 5 million, 10 million, whatever it is, right? And I literally break it down to what do I need to do today? So assuming you're going to work 200 days a year, right? You're going to get weekends off, some vacations, some holiday, but you're going to work 200 days a year, right? So take the annual revenue goal that you have and divide that by 200. And you're going to come up with a daily revenue goal. Right yeah. now, for some of us who are employees, that's kind of hard, right? Because we do get paid a set salary. But for those of us who are entrepreneurs who own our own business, this really, really resonates, right? Because right. we're the captains of our ship. We're the captains of our fate. So for me, if I say, look, I want to do $3 million of revenue this year, right? That's a big daunting number and paralyzing because where do I start? Like, oh man, it's a lot of money, <laughs> right? Yeah. But if I break it down, like, okay, I got to make 15 grand today. And for me to make 15 grand, I've got to do this type of transaction, a transaction I'm capable of doing every single day of the week, right? All right. day long. Well then, okay, great. I'm just going to focus on that. I want three at-bats a day with each one of those three at-bats being that 15K outcome. So if right. I have three appointments a day and each one of them could yield the possible 15K you know, outcome, I, I like I like my chances, right. right? And I love the adage that a, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? Yeah. If I'm if I if I'm that present and and put myself out there that much, something good's going to happen. And so it's that positive thought. It's because so my mantra is really twofold. Number one, you have to believe it's the mindset, right? right. It's the mindset. Then the second piece is two, you've got to do the work. Right. Yeah. So you got you can believe in yourself. And I'm like, Nicole, what'd you do today? And you're like, ah, I watch Netflix all day on my couch. Like, mm, right. I'm glad that you're saying you believe in yourself. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> but what are you but what are you doing? Right. Right. <laughs> right? What are you doing? And you need both because the other side is working hard alone isn't enough either. Right. Because if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it with amazing accuracy. So you must have both. Right. right. You must have both. It must be this manifestation. This is where I want to be. I believe it. I see it. And then secondly, the action plan to do the work. Absolutely. I, and I believe that. So it's like, I always say, it's like the Fergie song. You got to meet life halfway. <laughs> I always say that to my clients. We laugh about it, but it's like, that's what it is. So guys, you guys are hearing Zelfie. He's super inspiring. Right. But when this is the funny thing is you may see me as inspiring now, when I met Izelfi, I was a different, I was in a different space, right? As I said, we met on Craigslist. I was looking to get out of the nightclub uh, job that I had. And I saw Izelfi's ad just looking for like his kind of like entry-level assistant. And I came in and I got a job. And one of the things that I, I, 
I loved having Izelfi in my environment in such an impressionable time for me is Izelfi has never had a sip of alcohol in his life. Right. Which is like, I had judged people like that as like super stiff, super boring. I remember like Izelfi, we're all going to a holiday party or something. And I was like, felt like, I don't know if I want to go with him. <laughs> and I'm like, if, if you would know him, you see he's, he's not like that at all. He's hilarious. And, um, just overall great guy. But at the time that was so great for me because it showed me a different side to just enjoying life, being present, being successful in that you could still show up for all these things. Like for instance, Izelfi has uh, clientele that's in the NBA and NFL and those people come to LA and they want to party. Izelfi will be there with them, <laughs> right? And just like still be the life of the party. So it showed me something different and it was very valuable looking back to have him in my space to look at him as a mentor in that way too. So Izelfi, do you have anything to say there? Because a lot of, one of the things I do tell my clients just because drinking has become such a social norm. And for a lot of my clients, they have this thing around belief, like you were talking about, and they just, it takes strength. It takes courage and it takes a energetic strength to believe in what you can't see yet. Right. Would you agree? So I tell them like, why don't you go on a 30 day alcohol cleanse? Like, don't do that nightly wine. Don't do that drinking or whatever. Um, so I don't know anything you want to share there. Like, I just think it's really interesting. And I, I, I think I wrote about that in the book. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, it's just, it's just, it's interesting, right? Because I don't know what it's like not to be in this consciousness, right? Like right. I never drank, I never do drugs and you know, never smoked. And so I only know this consciousness and, and, and for me, I'm getting my energy. I'm getting my high, if you will, off of people, right? Off right. of people. And, and oftentimes I hear the response that you said, like, oh, well, how can you have fun or how do you, and it's like, you see, like, I, but I'm the guy on the, on the, on the bar <laughs> yeah. top, my shirt off, you know, I'm there too. But, but at the end of the day, it's for, it's for people. But there's also no judgment, right? Like a, a lot of times they don't tell people that they don't drink because I don't also like people to alter their behavior because they think I have a problem with something, whatever. And so right. people will go, oh, you know, think like, oh, do you, you know, why don't you drink? Did you have a, you know, your family have a problem with alcohol or something like that? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. mom drinks, like, no. you know, my dad drinks, but it's like, it's just, it's just a personal choice. And that's what I think it comes down to. I think Anytime you do something in excess, right? Like if you if if you let something can control you, right? That's where that's where it becomes you know or it becomes dangerous, right? right. And, so, um, and truthfully, like I have an obsessive compulsive uh, personality. I, like I don't do anything a little bit, right? Like I don't like I don't just own a company. I have to own six companies, right? Like I don't yeah. just do yoga. I have to take yoga twice a day and teach. Like I I don't like like, I can't, like, like do you take it twice a day. Yeah. Oh my god. So do you go to the gym, regular gym? Anywhere? I, I, I really I really don't. Unless okay. unless um like I'm traveling like this last week I was in San Antonio and I don't think they're that conscious about or, or, or care that much about yoga in San Antonio. There were no uh uh yoga studios there. So I was I went to the gym. So if I'm traveling in a city where there's not yoga, then I'll go to the gym. But ninety-five percent of my workouts really just consist of 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 yoga and the and the and the strength, I think both mentally and physically, you need to exhibit. Um, right now, I mean, I'm I'm 30, 10, right? Um, you guys can do the math on that. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 
I'm in the best shape of my life, right? Like, right. you know, you know, those, you know, you follow me on Instagram, you can see, like, you know, but um, yeah, you're I, not like a yoga typical yoga only <laughs> body. I mean, I see you posting shirt off photos on Instagram every other day. So yeah, hashtag old mansion, right? Like, so <laughs> I'm, I'm representing, but um, yeah, I think I think. Uh, I don't know. I think like for me, it's that energy. So I think if you're doing something as, as a, cru- a crutch or to escape from something else, like what are you running from? I saw this quote actually on Instagram the other day and I actually made it my intention for my yoga class. And this probably resonates with a lot of people is if you don't take the time to heal yourself, you will bleed on those who did not cut you. Right. If you right. Oh yeah. Time, I love that. Bleed on those who did not cut you. And it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, you have to heal yourself. You have to be strong yourself. You have to come to grips with things yourself or, or it's going to resonate and pour into all parts of your life. Right. And because it's just a, a, a crutch and, and yeah. yeah, you could get drunk or get high or something like that. And I guess maybe that will chill things, chill things for a time. Right. But, but right. that's not a long, long-term solution. So yeah. you know, I'm not a proponent. I'm not one who's like, no one should drink or no one should look to each his own. You do yeah. like, you fulfillment, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, you know, I, I always ask yourself like the why, like what's your why? Like why are you doing it? Yeah. Like, are you doing it to gain acceptance? Well, be, if people don't accept you for who you are, they don't they don't deserve to be in your life in the first place, right? Yeah. Are you to escape from something. Well, what are you trying to escape from? Let's 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 deal with that. Like let's address that, right? And see if we can heal from that, right? And so now if you're like, I like drinking this wine because it goes really well with this the seafood, well, okay, great, right? Then mm-hmm. have that. But again, it's not it's not in, in excess, right? So right. And I tell you, I save a lot of money and, and probably a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> pounds, right? Not, yeah. uh, <laughs> not, not drinking, but, you know, again, you know, to, to, to teach his own. Well, I think that you are just an example of, like I say, someone that can always take the phone call, someone that is showing up, doing the yoga at 6 a.m., teaching at 6 p.m., and having a full day of clients and then seeing your kids after, right? Like, you have all of this going on. And I don't know if you could if you live a different way. Right. So it's just that in itself is an invitation for, I think all other humans (laughs) to, to explore what's on the other side of that. But that being said, you have been in business, as you said, for 19 years, you're in a business like all businesses that, you know, a small percentage of the people that show up for it in the beginning actually last. If there was a recipe, you've already mentioned a bunch of things, but you know, I have a my audience is a lot of entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, people that are in like the early stages. What would be the recipe of success for you? Um, yeah. I mean, I would tell people don't get too high on the highs. Don't get too low on the lows. Um, just stay, stay the course. Um, I, you know, I think again, my industry is interesting, right? Because statistically 80, I think it's what 88% of people who come in this business don't make it past three years. Right. So they're not very high, that's one year in three years oh three years but it's interesting right like my my class quote unquote that i started with once we went through the training six months later i think there wasn't a lot of us it was like six of them. i was the only one right <laughs> left and, and so yeah. uh i would say in, in this industry there's two types of people new people and successful people because either either you get good and you yeah. make it or you get out right and so yeah. It was just really this resilience, right? And the stubborn. And and if I had to do it again, right? I I I I'm, I'm is for all the accomplishments and all the plaques and trophies and awards and recognition I've gotten. I'm I'm as humble as I've ever been in my life right now because I'm so open to learn from those and engage those who who can teach me and can share. And and and, and I think you can learn from everyone. And that's why I'm saying I'm just 
I'm open, right? Um, I, I didn't want someone to say they, they, they to take credit for quote unquote making me, right? Or to or for giving me. So I didn't really have a mentor. I did a lot of this on my own, and, and I'm not even saying that as a badge of honor. It kind of sucked, right? Like because yeah. I, I failed in a lot of ways and and had a lot of calamity that you know I I, I probably could have avoided. Now, I would say to that end, the other side of it is I didn't have anyone around me that I aspired to be, right? Like when I was 27 years old, I was the number one agent for one of the biggest insurance companies in the country in LA at 27, right? And then to, you saw it, you worked for me. Everyone's yeah. coming to me like, help me, help me. How do I? And in my mind, I'm like, I don't know either, right? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I'm like, like I'm, I just work hard, right? Like I'm, any inefficiencies or lack of experience I have, I just outwork, right? Like, you know, and so yeah. that's one of the reasons why I created my Taylor Method system, my training system is just to share these insights. And I'm, you know, you know, pardon the, you know, the, 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 the uh, Crassness, but you know my skirt's open, right? Like it's up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Right? No, like I'm not holding anything back. Like everything <laughs> I say, everything <laughs> I do, everything I've learned here, right? Like I don't hold anything back. I'm not like I'm gonna give the industry like this little twenty percent so they can get to interested in intrigue, but I'm gonna hold really what I do to the best. Like nope, right? Like you know, I had a gentleman, I had a gentleman, uh, uh, and his staff came to my office this last week and shouted me for two days, right? Two days, just just he's like, man, I want to see what you do. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. And so he was there. And 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 that's the, the, the crazy thing is he got back one week later. He calls me yesterday and he goes, I just closed a hundred thousand dollar deal. Right. Yeah. Like, awesome, man. You know, and so yeah, I, I would say my advice to people is is don't get too high on the highs, don't get too low on the lows. You know, identify like again where you want to be and then actively work towards that. Create an action plan to get there. And that's you know, and, and, and know that greatness just takes time, right? Like right. nobody turned, was great. There, any industry, business, athletics, music, no one, no, you never will see someone like, yeah, I tried it. And then I decided to wreck the label deal or yeah, I never really played basketball. I picked up a ball. You know, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. always like I was sleeping on my friend's couch, right? Like I was eating. Yeah. Couch. Always this like tragic you know, <laughs> you know, story. Trash. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like you never like. Yeah, like first deal I did was like 10 million. And then I just like, no, like it, yeah. it looked like, and, and I've been there too. Like I'm not exempt either, right? Like I, there have been points where I'm like, I'm not sure how I'm going to put gas in the car this weekend. Yeah. That's sure. what I was going to ask you. I was like, okay, so I know I had one recently and I think it's just, this is like, this is a rite of passage for entrepreneurs or people that are just trying to, that are just like surrendering to their greatest potential is you have these moments of, what, like, it doesn't seem like it's working fast enough or, you know, is this the right path? It's just like, and then the next day there's like a hit of clarity and everything is like a little bit more clear. And it seems like I've leveled up. Right. But do you, do you still have those moments or did you have them early on in your career where it just felt like you weren't getting to where you wanted to get to faster and fast enough? I mean, now I love what you said earlier. I wrote it down. It says completely engaged in the process. Yeah, I mean, it's never fast enough, right? We want, we're in this instant gratification, like instant, and, and I realize it sometimes, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm not on like the latest version of iPhone. I still have like a six plus, but it's functional, right? Like I can send emails and texts and sometimes my phone, <laughs> the devil, will like freeze up or like stall for like 10 seconds. 
and I'm literally like in the middle of the text and I'm like tapping the phone, like, come on, come on, come on. And what a world we live in where like this 10 second delay is like the end of the world. I'm like, ah, come on. Like, like right. when I think back to when I was a kid, like we had no cell phones. Like we had no, like, right. Like if I called your house and you were home, we weren't hanging out. Right. Like, you know, like I, I didn't, you know, and, and so, and on one, in one respect, it's great to do business and commerce and have this technology connect us, but we've also been spoiled. And some things it's just, the process, it's like, I went to a, a, a wonderful steakhouse in Pasadena the other night, a Royal Chop House. And uh, outside of the steaks, they have this crazy um, souffle dessert, right? And and I just was coming off a cleanse and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself and have you know, just a bite or two of this souffle. But the interesting thing about this souffle is, is it takes 45 minutes to prepare. So yeah. literally when you are putting your in your order for your, your appetizers, you have to tell them if you want this dessert because it just takes time to, to like, it, it's, it, it's, it's to, to make, right? right. And that's like almost to me, like a perfect analogy for life, right? Like it just takes time. Like you can't rush it. Like nothing great just happens fast. It just, it, it's, you can't circumvent the system, right? Like it right. just takes that time. Like it's, you have to wait, you right. know? So, and again, you hear that as great things come to those who wait or whatever, but it, it, it's, it's true. Like it just, it just takes time. And, and I look back at my life, if all those multi-million dollar deals and businesses and things that I was running that should have happened for me overnight when I was in my twenties, if they actually had happened, it would have been bad. Like I wouldn't, right. have been, <laughs> I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been as mature. I wouldn't have been as, as mindful as I would today. Right. right. I wasn't supposed to have $20 million when I was 25. Right? I wasn't. <laughs> right? I wasn't. Right. right? Yeah. I, I wasn't. And, 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 and I, and I, and I was supposed to lose that $2 million when I was, you know, when I was 30, right? Why? Yeah. Because, because, because I won't lose 20 million today. Right. Right. right? And, and, and so, it, although at the time you're like, this stinks, right? Everything happens for a reason and it's, you know, and it's perfect timing. Right. And so it's not about fortune. It's not about, you know, good chi and all that stuff. It's, I always say, it's amazing how lucky you get when you work hard. It's amazing how lucky you get right. when you work hard. Right. Yeah. I know. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's like so. being, making yourself really available for the, the possibilities. And even when I started, it went into life insurance on my own um, because I was inspired by Zolfi. And I was like, he's making all this money. Let me try. <laughs> Let me try um, to do it myself. And I went into it and I feel like I had some success in the beginning. And I know it was because I watched you and I saw how you do it. But not only how you do it, but the way that you just show up you know that like, if you're not going to show up, you're not going to get, you're not going to close any deals. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just continue to show up. Like that's a consistency um, is one thing I got definitely from watching you and just the way that you just show up for life and leadership and all that. So it's awesome. Um, before I let you go, anything else for the people that are listening, it's mostly ladies, but I'm going to definitely make sure I share this and, and ask men to listen to it too, but it applies to anyone because, you know, I don't think that you promote yourself as, although you're all over Instagram now as recently with all the yoga photos and everything, but just all of this energy, all of this talk that you have, it's about like just being super focused, being mindful, being aware of what you desire and just showing up for it gratefully, which I think is really beautiful. Um, but anything else you want to share with the people that are listening? One, one more thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's in, in, in my talks, um, there's this, uh, this slide that I use and it goes, things that take no talent, right? Things that take no talent, <laughs> right? Showing up on time, being prepared, 
doing what you say you're going to do, right? Um, um, doing extra, right? Like none of these things take talent, right? They, they don't take talent. What they take is, is, a, is a choice, right? Right. And I'm, I always say like, you're not, you're not given a chance, right? Like you're not given a chance. You have to take chances, right? And so if you can just tap into your mindset, your effort and do the little things, right? Because I feel like just doing what you say you're going to do, just by working hard, you're going to oftentimes find yourself in a category of one, right? You're like, you'll find yourself yeah. in a person because it's not about talent, right? Like, 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 look, I'm a five, eight college basketball player, right? Like, like it wasn't because I was the tallest or the strongest or the fat, but, but like, but like I was, I was sharing with my girls the other day, they're like, tell stories about you growing up. And I was like, but when you played me girls, like I was a problem, like you might beat me, but it was going to be a war, right? Like it's, yeah. it's going to be a war. And, and so like, it's just that, right? Just that, just like you mentioned a couple of times, just showing up and, and just being present and doing the things that you can control. Again, you know, it's funny, basketball and sports taught me so much about life. I played at a junior college before I transferred to, to a four-year school. And, and, and my coach at, in spring ball, we had literally like 30 guys coming out for the team, right? Like 30 guys. And the whole roster only holds 12, right? Mm-hmm. 30 guys trying out for the team. He did not cut one person from the team. He did not tell one person, don't come back. You're not going to make the team. He just ran us so much and put us through workouts so much through the spring <laughs> and the summer that every day one fewer person would just come back. Wow. Right? Until there was 12 of us left. And then he was like, okay, <laughs> like, this is the team. Right. Like one person, like you're not on the team. Right. And, and so yeah. it's that it was that, it was that ex- exhibition of resilience and, and focus, right. That it took, right. To get there. And that's like, that's life, you know? So for, for your listeners out there who, who want to follow me, um, I'm super excited about uh, this financial literacy and just kind of empowerment program that I'm working on right now. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, Sophie Taylor, E-S-Z-Y-L-F-I-E, Taylor, Sophie Taylor. Just put E-S-Z-Y and Google, boom, I'll pop up. You won't find me on the And yeah, we'll have the link on on there as well. Yeah, so it'll be spelled you'll, out. You'll, you'll find me there. And then... Um, and yeah, and then I'm working on hopefully, hopefully it comes out before the end of the year. That'll be probably the top of the year, but a whole integration of financial health, physical health, right? We have the yoga and working out that I do and, and mental health all in one because there's plenty of things and apps and people out there talking about finance and then also stuff about yoga and eating. But I feel like there's nothing that talks to the whole person. Yeah. And so I'm going to be presenting that um, at, at the top of the year, hopefully end of the year top of the year as well but yeah just follow me um again i don't know i don't know where i'll end up right i don't know but but <laughs> yeah uh, but but i'm i'm swinging swinging away right awesome right, so. thank you so much i love that idea too because you're right like i feel like true abundance is all of those things and that's like our greatest way of living but no one really does have it nah right i, I mean people talk about money oh finances and planning but like and that's great but you can have all the money in the world right but no one's ever been on their deathbed wishing they had more money right no. like right no. or no like you can be you can be on your vegan kale eating your non-dairy latte latte something whatever you want all these women stuff yeah. out there and yes. say i'm totally engaged in my diet and i'm vegan and all that but at the same time like how do you pay your bills like i'm just curious like you know what I mean? like, yeah. and, so, and and because also just in general, that lifestyle is simply more expensive, right? Like, like yeah, also, yeah, you, yeah, you can go to McDonald's and four bucks and fill up, right? And you try to get a, a good feeling meal, Whole Foods, right? 
like you might have to mortgage your house, right? It's 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 uh <laughs> it's it's expensive. You yeah. Know? So so speaking to all of that, how do I how can I remain my authentic self, be present and have good, you know, spiritual mindset, you know, also do well financially, be able to support myself, save for the future, and then and then and then also, you know, the physical aspect and strength that comes from whether it be yoga, working out or running, whatever, you know, people, people want, but speaking to all of that. So excited, excited. I love that. Awesome. Well, I will share all the links. So you guys will have that. I would definitely say follow Izelfi on Instagram. Um, you will see all of his yoga, the things with his daughters and the work that he's doing and the people that he's working with in the world. Cause he's working with like, you're going to hear from one of my other mentors, Tim, who calls himself the uh, life coach of celebrities. And I would say that Izelfi is, like the financial advisor, right? I always see you with all sorts of amazing people doing great things. So Izofi, thank you so much for taking time to come on and to share with my people. And um, if you guys notice in the beginning of the book, um, you'll see Izofi's name. I thanked him there too. So I would have never thought when I met you back in 2010 that you would have been on my podcast, <laughs> right? So you never know what's to come for all of us. So that's the beautiful thing about life. You can just stay open and show up. So Izofi. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you having me on the show. Love, you know, love sharing. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it's interesting. I'm very proud of you. I think I told you offline. Thank you. In your progression in, in life. And, and I don't know what, you know, what it is, you know, about me. And I've, 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 uh, it's like, it's like when you have like three or four people who work for you, who become like authors and motivational speakers and gone out and it's like, it's like, it's great. And I love to see people progress in life, but it's like, geez, but I got to keep hiring new assistants, right? Like I need to stop <laughs> yeah. being so motivational, right? Like you're like, I'm out of here. I'm doing my own. Like, oh man. <laughs> so so uh, very, very happy and proud, proud of you and the things that you're doing and wish uh, you best and continued success as well. All right. Thank you. And that is how we shift, my friends. Before you go, I want to remind you to take time and celebrate your progress today. No matter where you are on your path, you're showing up for yourself. I know it because you're listening to this podcast. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together today. And you know I love to hear your shifts from the show. Don't forget, your review means the world to me on iTunes. Please leave a review, subscribe, and share with your favorite people. If you're ready for more, head over to my website and download my free five-day access your abundance meditation series this series has been changing lives all year now it's your turn until next time live your best life <laughs>